0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDST.
1: Oh,
0: Hey there. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I was asking them, but I'm glad uh, you're doing well. Yeah, I'm
1: doing, all, I'm doing pretty good. Are you a little sleepy? You know, man, I am kind of a little sleepy. We've been doing some uh, shenanigans over here in Austin, Texas, and it's just, woof, it's taking a toll.
0: Oof. But guess Oof. what? I have a—I have a recommendation for getting the sleepies out of there.
1: Oh, get the sleepies out.
0: Buckle up, settle in for a new episode of Only Stupid Answers, what? the best damn podcast you can put your moist little ears in too. We're going to we talk be... about this show on the show, Sam? Movies. What? TV shows. That's true.
1: Comics. Yes. Um, Ma- magic? No, we haven't done magic. Haven't yet. Ma- Why haven't we done magic? Not at one. Why do we haven't done magic? What, there's three different options there. You could do, you could do stage magic mm-hmm. illusions. You could do magic, magic like wizards mm-hmm. and Magic the Gathering. Yes, those
0: are three episodes we haven't done. You totally, you totally sidestep street magic. That's Chris oh. Angel, dirty well, mind I was thinking freak. That's
1: for- its performance, its that's mind freak. freak.
0: He changed the genre when that elephant disappeared up that building, or whatever happened in that trick. <laughs> when it's, that
1: building disappeared up that elephant, <laughs>
0: no one, no one. There was a sheet went up. Mm-hmm. They were both gone. Not sure what happened. Uh, but no, we're we like DJ said. We are live. This is, take a listen, kids. Room tone. That's we. That's the sweet sound of an Airbnb in the heart of Austin. Chaos.
1: Oh, snap.
0: You're welcome. This has actually been an amazing week. This is sure uh, our the second inaugural adventure for OSA here in Austin, Texas for mm. Fantastic Fest. Mm. Um, last year was DJ's first time around, and now yes. you're a
1: veteran. Oh, yeah, man.
0: You know all the tricks and the trades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my fourth time around, and it, there's been some good movies. There's some iffy movies, and then there's one movie that uh, we both saw on opening night that um, I don't think we, we could ever... Oh, probably yeah. Probably described. Yeah. And, and we uh,
1: try there's the so for those of us that have been following on patreon.com slash stupid answers, we've done some video recaps of the movies we've saw and those are gonna be if you missed those, those are gonna be going up on YouTube mm-hmm. uh soon. Uh but yeah, we do our best to describe that one and, and we'll talk about it a little bit today too. Uh, but yeah, wow. Yeah, um, that's a good, <laughs> yeah, way that's to a good one. It. Yeah, uh,
0: but no, we want to uh, we want to talk about all the movies that we've seen that really kind of stuck out to us. Also, we want to do a quickie review of all the movies we saw yesterday because we were able to cover a lot of ground, and yeah. we saw a really big movie for Paramount. Yes, and a lot of people thought. Um, it might be tied to a certain franchise. So we'll get to that yeah, in just which, a
1: second. Which we can probably confirm, confirm. for people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know, if you're just visiting us for the first time, if you saw Fantastic Fest in the title, you're like, oh, wait, that's for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm DJ Woldridge. And I'm Sam Bash. And like Sam said, we talk about movies, TV shows, comics, all of that fun stuff. And for more about the podcast, where to listen to, other shows that we do, all of that and more, you can go to onlystupid.com. Answers.com and if you want our bonus content that's at patreon.com slash only stupid answers and i highly recommend that we've got an amazing community over there and we also do uh live twitch shows at uh twitch.tv.tv uh, slash thir- on thursdays at 4 p.m and so that is us now sam Mm-hmm. before we dive into some of the amazing movies we saw here at Fantastic Fest oh and by the way Fantastic Fest is a genre film festival in <laughs> Austin, Texas just in case Texas, you didn't know yeah with movies from all over the world and they're all the stuff that we love they have uh, their sci-fi horror uh, comedy uh, everything animation it, yeah, yeah and it has uh, sex violence new, all that all that fun stuff mm-hmm. um, guaranteed
0: each screening no no no, no. <laughs> no, it's, no. A, it's a nice eclectic jumble of movies that you never know, you're never going to know what you're going to get yeah. and it's always cool to see the talent that will come out for this. Directors that are either first time or recurring like the people that are established and you know them. Uh, Actors who are new and you get it's cool to see like Anya Taylor-Joy I got to discover at this festival four years ago with The Witch and that was so, that was just it was a pleasure because she was there as well enjoying the movie and now she's uh, magic in the uh, New Mutants <laughs> movie. Everyone's buckling up for that yeah, one. Yeah, you
1: asked me what her powers were, and I'm like, dude, when I was growing up, I never knew. I yeah. never understood. Magic. I yeah. Magic is so, magic. Uh, before we dive into uh, those movies, uh, uh, first we had to get here to Austin. We
0: had a, oh,
1: I didn't even remember what actually
0: happened that day. Oh, yeah. So, we were leaving Wednesday. Yes. Uh, this, we've been, we're going to, the whole trip is about a Wednesday to Monday ordeal. For us. And um, I wanted us to get here early because I like getting to an Airbnb or a hotel early so you can kind. To get settled, maybe do a little nap, a little shower, Damn. and then you can go do some cityscaping. You know, a little, yeah. I think that's the right word. Uh, doing a little exploring. Yeah. Um, and also, we needed to get our Tex Mex, we needed to get our BBQ, yeah, we needed to get our there's something else there that i can't remember but you get you it you get the
1: idea bats we the wanted times. to see the bats
0: <laughs> um so on wednesday morning 4 a.m pst i got a phone call from american airlines saying that our 8 a.m flight was canceled no Great. other information and i thought i was having a weird fever dream so <laughs> you know when you're trying you uh, i don't this is a heavy sleeper thing where it's like yeah. you're so kind of under that you have to like try to force yourself up it's kind of like you're drugged a little bit no i know but how you're not feels. yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful so i was like i have to figure out if this is real so i Called them back and they're like, "Yeah, maintenance problems." And I'm like, "I don't know what that means." And I was like, "And I so I kept checking on every website. Like, I finally got up, checked my computer, and was like hey 100% canceled.' But I called back one more time, and they're like, "Don't worry, we got you on a flight." Five hours later, all things <laughs> great, all things considered, we got that figured out. We got in later than yeah. I wanted to. Around we got here about six. Uh, we got all of our stuff. We got settled. We started heading to our Airbnb, and I found a cherry airbnb all right Ooh. it's a vacation rental Ooh. it's a vacation condo all right oh, snap. and it's within walking distance of if I, air quotes it should have been within walking <laughs> distance of the yeah. fantastic fest venue it was not yeah. um any hoozles the way the layout of this condo works is that you have uh four condos. Uh, eight total, but four facing each other, and they're yeah. all conjoined like you, like a condo. Yeah, and, and they're all so, basically the same same layout. And there's only technically two addresses yeah. for these buildings. Um, and and then and the address is, is no. there you <laughs> go. And uh, they're just demarcated by letters. And here's here's the thing: when you look at the address, there's no unit number, whatever apartment number, whatever. Yeah, nothing. they just
1: kind of smuggle the letter in the middle of the rest of the address. I thought it was the end of the street address,
0: so I wasn't actually sure which room to go which condo to go into we tried one Those was lovely ladies answered the door and mm-hmm. uh, we said sorry and we just moved over to the next one yeah entered our code that we were given a passcode to get in and the door opened cool we got settled and uh we had a great day we had uh chewies and we had yeah. uh, we went around all of austin having Some a good time
1: amazing tex-mex and you think to yourself like you know if the code works you must be in the right spot you, you must know.
0: be and then you, we came home did that little code, locked the door. We uh-huh. said, our good nights. We have a kiss to the apartment. Mm-hmm. There you go. Got tucked in and all yeah. of a sudden we hear, dee, 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 and then the, and we hear it an unlock and then a bunch of voices come in. Yeah. So, I don't know about DJ, I started, uh, I got that, Cold you get when you get really scared, and you're like tummy, and you're in extremities, and you're like, I gotta, I gotta move quick. I don't know. I gotta grab something. I don't know what am I gonna do. So I threw in clothes, and I, I I,
1: did get a knife, and I didn't know where it came from mm -hmm. because the kitchen was on the other floor. You gotta be prepared. Packet. I didn't, I didn't know, but I will
0: do anything for this podcast. But anyways, we walk, I mosey, we mosey our way down the stairs and there were three people standing in our, uh, Airbnb. And to be fair, they were nice
1: people. They were like, she, she tried to assuage you. Be like, if it makes you feel any better, we're just as scared. And I'm like, I doubt that you weren't, you weren't falling asleep. I appreciate what you're saying, but we were in bed. No. Yeah. You're
0: not, you're not as scared as this is an actual nightmare. People have yours. is just a mishap. Um, but it, It turns out it was not quite a mishap on their part. So old Sam misread the address, and we were two units down from where we were supposed to be. Now, here's the thing where it kind of – I take the blame off of me just a tiny bit (laughs) is that
1: they were still able to get – or that we were able to get into this unit. Yeah, the code code was the same. Also, weirdly, the code we were given for the Wi-Fi worked for the uh, room we were in but not for the one we were supposed to be in. Yeah. yeah.
0: So everything was kind of lining up the way it was supposed to, mm-hmm. but except we were in the wrong place. Yes. And, uh, and also once we walked over to the other unit and looked inside, they both looked basically identical. Mm-hmm. Mine is like a few just tiny features.
1: And neither of those things matched the pictures in the,
0: uh, on the Airbnb. Side. No, they did not. Yeah. So they were, everything's been recently remodeled. So, uh, they were nice enough that like, they were like, Oh, we'll just go sleep in your place. Um, or they wanted to go somewhere else, but yeah. I was like, just go sleep in there. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to move. It's like almost midnight now. Let's just all go to back to bed. I didn't quite go back to bed I, we put up a bunch of stuff in front of the door that would make a lot of sound in case somebody opened it um, and like uh, we had to like just check the locks over and over again we ended up going to sleep we ended up switching over and the company was able to I don't know hopefully they fixed the code on the other door um, but our new place is really nice and I'm very happy about that and yeah. We and but also uh, the next day found out that it's extremely complicated to lock those padlock the key code doors <laughs> which is so stupid it's supposed to be really easy but it doesn't it, it's not so So there you go so you're a squatter (laughs) and you want to find a place those vacation rentals are pretty shoddy i'll be (laughs) honest um and I, uh, you know what? It, it, it was a fun way to kick off Fantastic Fest. Yeah, I don't listen, know about you, DJ. Every,
1: every Fantastic Fest, we need some sort of fun Airbnb story. I'm just, you know, waiting. <laughs> oh, shit. One of these days, yeah. One I of forgot. these days. Oh, and by the way, so if you if you checked out our last Fantastic Fest episode, um, uh, I think we t- discussed it on that episode. We had our, have, yeah. our crazy Airbnb situation. We were on the bus ride to Fantastic Fest with other people at the festival. This year. Yeah, yeah, and one of the ladies we were in the in the van with was talking about her weird situation that's was going on and it was exactly the same she got hit with the same scam we got hit with in the same building that's yeah. the thing she went to the same place and what's crazy to me is i don't understand because we got our money refunded she got her money refunded so what is the purpose of the fucking scam <laughs> the, the scam is is that you're getting people into nicer
0: apartments the no but way, i mean the like, way you is, bungle it though yeah. is that you don't give the very precise instructions that you say, you're my sister or you're my brother or you're my cousin and you're coming in to pick some stuff up and
1: you might be crashing for a few days. And I'm going to throw this out there. I think I threw this out there the other day. If, you, if you're if you going to Airbnb and they're like, hey, you need to pretend to be somebody else to get in here, maybe find a different Airbnb. Just 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 figure out something else. The
0: apartment I live in now has a very strict no Airbnb policy and every dang day there are some... <laughs> Like in the Eastern, like from East Asia uh, somewhere, yeah. tourists. Yeah. I mean, it's always the same. And they're always like, not not enough English, but it's like, and they always have like 70 suitcases. So I'm mm-hmm. like, we're just going to pretend that, yeah. that there's a lot of turnover in one of those apartments. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, my favorite encounter with someone who was like, it was some like college kids from like the South that were yeah. coming to uh, LA. And uh, they were trying to park their rental car in our lot, which is like gated and has yeah. multiple gates and codes and stuff to get inside of. Uh, that we had to fight tooth and nail to get four parking spots there. <laughs> they do not like us, but I don't care. We mm-hmm. got them. Yeah. And so this girl was driving around trying to find a spot to park in, just like any of them. And I was like, if they park in my friends spot, I swear <laughs> to Christ. So I yeah. got my spot. And then that's when the security guard came out in my apartment building, and she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm staying in an Airbnb upstairs. Is there anywhere I can park? And he's like, He like screamed, that's not my fucking job. And it was, and she got freaked out. And I think she went and found some street parking. Any hoozles? If you're (laughs) thinking about doing an Airbnb in a building that is not supposed to do Airbnbs. Don't don't yeah
1: mm. I'm 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 looking for the day where we're making that that uh, sweet hotel money money that we can stay in a hotel yeah, here, yeah. It,
0: it's that ins- it's that insurance money that they throw yeah. in there and yeah. right before you buy you're yeah. like oh wait this night's gonna be like it's gonna be like three hundred dollars for the week yeah. uh, yes please and you go and it's like no 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 we're gonna double charge you mm-hmm. just in case also throw insurance on top so you're like. Mm-hmm.
1: I budget. I didn't budget for this. <laughs> this is not. This is not our <laughs> budget. Not budget. Now, speaking of budgeting and money and that, uh, and maybe investing and investing into your future. Let's say hi to a friend of ours. I want to talk about our
0: friends over at Robinhood. We've got a new friend in town, and oh boy, you're going to like him. So Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, and options, and cryptos, all commission-free. And they strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. And I can actually attest to that, me, your old pal Sam, Mm -hmm. because I've downloaded the app. And as soon as I looked at it, I was like, oh. It's so simple. So few buttons. This is so easy. It's simple. I can attest to the fact that I'm not
1: wealthy, so I'm glad that they're here to help us. (laughs) They're going to help
0: us out, and they're going to help you out because it's simple and intuitive. The clear design with their data, it's presented in just such an easy-to-digest way. I highly recommend it. I've actually gotten to play around with it, like I said, and I started looking at how just simple it is to invest in something. Like, immediately, it kind of recommends some stocks that are like, hey, you're a young person. You haven't Mm -hmm. heard of Snapchat? It's like, oh, you ever driven a Ford car? It's like, oh, it's there. It was just so nice that they curated all those options for me, and they'll do that for you guys as well, just anything that will make it easier for you guys. And you can pick what works best for you. So easy. You'll learn how to invest and build your portfolio and discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds. That's one of my favorite parts. And you can customize your notifications for price movements, so you'll never miss the right moment to invest. And, again, it's so easy to understand. And that's the big thing. It's not; It, it doesn't feel alien when you're looking at it. Yeah. it it's simple uh, investments for the 21st century. Robinhood's web platform also lets you view stock collections, the 100 most popular sectors in entertainment and social media and curated categories like female CEOs and analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock.
1: That's wow, awesome. That's awesome. And we've got a deal for you. Oh my goodness. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help. Build your portfolio. Sign up at answers.robinhood.com. That's answers.robinhood.com. Calm. Start playing around and
0: let us know what you think. Now back to the show. So besides that, we've been doing a few
1: other things in Fantastic
0: Fest. Yes, uh, namely movies. Yes, we were having a. We've been CV having a good shows? time. Count- yeah. Oh, oh shit. Um. And uh. It's it's been an amazing time so far. Like we've gotten to see some really amazing movies and some truly weird ones. And you get yeah. you want our full in depth breakdown of every single movie we have saw up until yesterday. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and check out our Patreon. It'll be up on our YouTube uh, in a couple days, maybe yeah. like a week or so. Um. And you're not going to miss it because we saw some. Uh, Treasures. We also got to d- go to uh, a part, a couple parties, which was really cool. Yeah. We hit up the fantastic debates. If you don't know what that is, it's uh, every year they have nerds go into a boxing ring and verbally debate uh, yeah. a topic. One of them was. Eerily familiar from one that <laughs> we even hosted yeah, specifically,
1: before. Yeah, uh, specifically, one that you were a part of. Yeah. Yes,
0: uh, but and it, the outcome was different. But because mm-hmm. um, a bunch of got a bunch of nerds. But uh, the fun part, there was
1: a fun argument on that one. But the
0: the fun twist, though, with the Fantastic debates is that they actually box. Like yes. you, they make the people who just actually do, try they, to box. They try to box, yeah. or they get bring in people who they think would do better job boxing and shockingly, they they don't do a better job. It's always (laughs) a bunch of, always a bunch of writers and editors fighting. So it's, uh, it's, they usually sad, but it's always yeah. fun when they can like actually land a punch. It's it's always enjoyable. But um, this so far, we've been able to see some amazing movies. What are, overall, DJ? How's Fantastic Fest been for you?
1: Man, it's always a treat. It's always a treasure. It's a, it's always a learning experience. As somebody that 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 loves film, uh, uh, dabbles in the medium. Um, and for what we do, it's always cool to be get access to stuff. Um, that you wouldn't normally and and meet people that you wouldn't normally and kind of like because it's it's always a weird eclectic mix of people you got industry people people that are working on on the movies you got press like we are and then you've got fans and they're all just kind of jumbled in there together all different walks of life um and it's so it's always an eye-opening experience it's always a fun experience
0: Mm -hmm. uh and also you had a little dream come true this year you've Mm -hmm. been dreaming about one dish one. At the Alamo Draft House. Oh
1: my gosh! Well, you were you were just so, so silly. happy about. It. This no, is no, so silly. it's not silly. It's the, important. So Alamo Draft House, you can uh, order food in the theater. They bring oh, it out great. to you, and it's just it's set up in a really uh, uh, fun, intuitive way. Doesn't get in the way of the movie. The staff there work so damn hard. They work <laughs> so hard, uh, and the, there was this burger I had last year called the thing is this uh, spicy blue burger. It's a blue cheese burger. That just I love, man. And I've been looking forward to it all year. And then it wasn't on the menu. Oh, but, but But damn it, if our weight staff didn't hook me up and got it for me anyway. The weight staff's I'm awesome. And I'm going to try and get it again today. Better.
0: give better. Put a little doggy back. We'll yeah. Keep it warm. We'll take mm-hmm. it back with us. That way you can share it with the world. Uh, but overall for me, man, it's always just – it's a pleasure. And even – what's super cool about this is that everyone kind of wants to mingle. and But yeah. everyone is that just – if you think you're awkward, don't worry. So is everyone else at this festival. Yeah. So if you uh, besides the people who are already social and like have groups, if you go up to other people who aren't like really chit-chatting or talking and, and you say hi, usually they're going to be chatty back with you and they'll yeah. talk about their favorite movies and who they're excited to see here and what's on their docket. Like because we have our schedules for the day and it's always fun to compare like oh I'm seeing this, or I'm seeing this, or yeah. oh, I'm seeing this in this theater and it's like oh did you see this short that played before the movie and like you can immediately start chatting especially when you sit down and if, like because we've seen movies by ourselves because uh, we want to try to cover as much ground as possible. Yeah. So sitting down and actually meet... I met when we did uh, One Cut of the Dead. I remember that name because I'm going to talk about it later. Uh, there was just like a bunch of dudes around me and they none of them were talking to each other at all. So finally I was just like, so...
1: yeah." What size
0: shoes do you wear? And then we got we move snowballed from there, and now we're best buds. Yeah, I'm
1: going so, to be in four of their weddings. There you go. <laughs> so uh, we saw The Wind earlier, which is a movie I enjoyed. And then uh, when I was sitting down for a yeah. Hold the Dark, uh, the audio designer and one of the producers were there uh, from The Wind, That's and so just cool. sitting next to me. So I just started uh, uh, chatting them up. And there was also a, a man. Uh, that before I got into the theater was definitely giving the the Fantastic Fest staff a uh, big hassle. I like kept asking them to like, hey, can you wait in the lobby? And he would not do it for whatever reason. And then he sat right, right next to me. And I'm like, ooh. And then he had like six drinks in the in the in the movie. So he just anyway. But you, you, the point is, you never know who you're gonna meet. Mm-hmm.
0: There was uh, somebody who gave me a dirty look last night. I'm scared. I don't know what happened. I don't know what I don't remember saying anything to him. But he turned around and gave me a dirty look. And
1: I'm like, oh. <laughs> He's a little Rump, bit taller than me. Rumble and Fantastic Fest. Was it that guy that's taller than everyone? No, that, <laughs> oh, that I would never guy. cross that guy. That dude's like 7'9". Yeah. Ne- uh-uh, I'm would. i not stopping on his feet, it's even not, though they're huge. <laughs> it is rare that I look up to somebody, and usually it's a couple inches. This guy's like a full head taller than me. It's, I, a, it's a very strange experience. Where would you think your eyeline just looking forward would land on him? Well, on him? I feel like this, the collarbone area, yeah. strangely. I was
0: like like under boob, maybe be- yeah. like slightly north of belly he's button. A
1: very, he's a very big boy. Yes, he was. And
0: he looked like a very nice gentleman. How does he fly?
1: I don't know. Hopefully, he's local. Hopefully, he's local. (laughs) Maybe he drove here in like a big rig or something, something (laughs)
0: tall enough. But, so, like we said, we've been doing our day by day reviews of the movies that we've seen. And let's talk about day three of Fantastic Fest. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. We saw, I think, the most amount of movies combined yesterday. Yes. Um, Let's start with our first movie of the day because we started kind of late because we had to go get BBQ with uh, Steve joined us uh, and Alana. And we had a great time having Terry Black. I know you guys are going to suggest like 90 different barbecue places. It's hard to remember. It's hard
1: to remember all of them. Also, of the places we've had bbq Terry Black's has done us right. They've done us good.
0: Yeah. They haven't done us dirty. We went to Cooper's based on someone's suggestion and the
1: cobbler was great. The cobbler Cobb- was really good and the food was good it just, but it wasn't that Terry Black's. It wasn't Black's. Terry Black's.
0: Oh, man. And all they had all the different barbecues on the table and those sides those Good. dang
1: sides oh my gosh you gotta get, if you haven't had some texas bbq man you're missing out i don't so, know
0: why i was surprised that both days we had barbecue we both fell asleep in
1: theaters <laughs> i don't know why i didn't connect the dots you until wait right a second. now it's all all of a sudden all the pieces are coming together so for me yesterday my first movie of the day um uh, there's there's been a big presence of netflix uh this year they were here last year as well movies that they produced and there's, so there's this movie called Hold the Dark, which I think is coming out to Netflix literally like next week. Um, Lots of movies this year are coming to Netflix. Yeah, and and I normally we you know we've talked about this going to see movies that you wouldn't get a chance to see. Whereas with Netflix, it's like I'm going to see that. Mm-hmm. But it was directed by Jeremy Sonyang, who did Green Room and Blue Ruin. And I figured he was going to be there for Q and A. Q&A, and I'm like, if I miss that, I'm going to be bumming it. You're going to be kicking yourself. Yeah. So uh, and. Thank goodness I saw it in the theater because there is a sequence in that movie that, that was insane, and it was great in the theater, big action sequence. Um, and he talked about there was so there was a Q&A after um, and he talked about how this was a good opportunity. Like the green room was such a such a uh, experiment and in, in building tension in a small space that this was him to stretch a little bit. There is there's scenes in the wilderness. There's scenes uh, all over and um, and different type of sequences that he hadn't didn't get a chance to, to do before. So this was a chance for him to grow. The way they're they're pitching this movie mm-hmm. is um, a woman. Uh, played by uh, Riley Keough, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, loses a son to a pack of wolves. She lives in Alaska, mm-hmm. which, um, as we all know from movies, Alaska is a very unforgiving type of wilderness. Um, uh, th- there's a scene where um, a cop played by James Badge who you will hear that name again, by the way, because he's been in, about because he's been in three movies I've seen. What was the other one? He was in uh he was in uh, Hold, the uh, Hold the Dark and Donnie Brunk Donnie Book and the one I saw last night this uh, showdown at Sparrow Creek he was Good the main guy playing an ex cop busy wow yeah yeah. Okay. yeah the range on that man <laughs> no but he's been great in all those movies uh, but there, there's a scene he has where uh, he's talking to Jeffrey Wright uh, who is um, this he's a kind of a wolf expert that the mom reaches out to to help find her son um and uh, he's like, oh yeah, it's six p.m. and Jeffrey Wright's like, or no, he's he's like, it's ten. Jeffrey Wright's like, that can't be right. I just it was dark when I got back and it's been hours. He's like, yeah, it's the last. It's it's gonna be dark till ten a.m. tomorrow and then it gets dark at three. You know what I mean? But anyway, so the mom uh gets Jeffrey Wright's character, who you'll know from Westworld, and uh, he's been in the James Bond movies recently and all that. Um, to Jeffrey Wright is in yeah, the James he's, he's, uh, he's Felix Leiter. He's the oh. kind of like an American. He's also Bernard in Westworld. Yes, yeah, there you go. Um, uh, she reaches out to him to help find her or find her son or kill the wolf that killed him. And that's the way they're pitching it, and that is 100% not what the movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg, and then it goes off, and uh, it's very unpredictable. I, there was a lot, of, like about halfway through the movie, I was like, I don't know where this is going, but in a very exciting way, in a very like very interesting scene. And I will say, if you enjoyed Green Room, the the interactions in this movie are a lot stranger intentionally. So, and so it took me a while to like, like there's moments like, I don't know if I'm loving this. And then, and then about halfway through, I was like, I I was in. And by the end, I really, really enjoyed it. It's, it's tough. This is one of those tough movies that there's so many things I am desperately excited to talk about, but I don't, I don't want to ruin it for people because the part of it was that experience of not knowing what the hell is going to go happen. It's so rare because normally, like, this is a good example. Is another movie we really, really enjoyed is Overlord, and you see the trailers for that, and it's World War II. Have plus, you seen the trailer for. Cuz yeah. I haven't. I yeah, have not, not heard about, about it, it at all. And it's it's World War II with with zombie esque monsters, and it is that, and it delivers that. And you kind of know going in what the movie is, and it is that thing uh-huh. that does not hold the dark. You <laughs> know what I mean? And so you don't. I don't want to ruin that experience for people, but I do. Again, it's going to be on Netflix. If for some reason you get a chance to see it on the big screen, take advantage of that. Um, and uh, I, I really, it is, it, it, it is violent. It is incredibly <laughs> violent. Uh, there is there is some sexuality and stuff like that. So be aware. A lot of these fantastic Fantastic Fest movies are a little more intense than your normal movie fair, mm. So be aware of that, but I, I do recommend it once it hits Netflix. And
0: we'll get more in-depth with movies that you guys are probably never going to be able to see, like the movie I'm about to talk about. Yeah. Um, and But for the movies that are going to be probably available to you very, very soon, if not in like a couple months or whatnot, we'll keep it a little spoiler. Yeah, so for you. Yeah,
1: so I know uh, movies, uh, pe- movies that I, I was excited about, people are excited about, they're hitting Netflix soon, are, are Hold the Dark, uh, I saw Cam, which I really enjoyed, and that's on one of our other episodes on YouTube, and then... Um, uh, Apostle, which is from uh, the guy that did The Raid, and, uh, so and I've heard Dan Stevens th- from Legion. Yeah, and, and so I've heard good things about that. So be on if you have Netflix, be on the lookout for those movies. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no! While you were watching that, I saw The World Is Yours because I wanted a comedy. I saw One Cut of the Dead, and that was a very that was a treat. So I was like, you know what? Let's keep it going with foreign comedies. This is a French comedy, and the plot. This actually does a really good job of summing everything up. Uh, a small-time dealer dreams of another life, but can't afford it. To escape, he must accept one last job involving Spain, drugs, the Illuminati, and. Overbearing mother, so it's it's that a, sounds like so much fun. Man. It's it does, and I wish I liked it more. <laughs> uh, and it, the only thing, it just some of the humor, it didn't quite click with me. It's not that it wasn't funny; it yeah. just didn't make me laugh. Like I could, <laughs> that's um, fair. That's
1: a fair explanation. I like
0: think. there's a scene uh where these two young like gangbangers are like going around in Spain like they've stolen some money and they're like buying every expensive thing you possibly think of they're driving around with like guns and they're periscoping their guns and like playing with grenades in the car and you're like why are you awful why are you just and like they they look for British people just to beat up and periscope it and you're like y'all are awful and you think that they're best friends and then later the main guy corners them to be like okay we're doing this is what the last job is we need you just because I don't know anybody else in this city and also it was super easy to find you because you're periscoping where Mm -hmm. you are 24 7, which is sounds funny yeah. I didn't laugh at it but there's this great sequence where they're like this is how much money we're going to split yeah. so the first guy who's like the main asshole is starting to imagine him and his friend like they go kill the main drug dealer that they work for and they're going to become the new drug kingpins yeah. and like they're like sitting on these thrones with like actual tires they shot this scene all over like climbing on money and stuff and it's like funny and then cuts to the other friend thinking of what he's going to do and in his fantasy he shoots the drug dealer and his friend and he takes all the money and he's sitting on this throne and then the tigers in like white tigers and they're like it's even cooler and it's even more money and i was like that's funny but the basic premise is like someone tries to pull off a heist in 2018 where you're like yeah you know that like most money is like digital right (laughs) like there's it's kind of hard to do this um and there's like it's it's the class the cast is so eclectic and international so you had a bunch of fun accents and a bunch of different kind of acting styles from all over and um there are good things about it. Uh, I you just don't know what they are. <laughs> I they and uh, well, the guy who introd the movie said that when he saw it, at, let's say TIFF, pick a, just pick a yeah. festival where he saw this at. It, there were two screenings of it, and he chose to go to both of them because he enjoyed it so much. And nice. he. And I will be honest, he was laughing very loud in the theater when no one else was. Okay. So it's like. Enough. So it was for him. It was for him, and that's, that's fine. That's it fine. It sounds
1: like I do want to check it out. We don't have a lot of screeners, do we? Yes, we do. The, we do?
0: Because uh, I think both of the Hold the Dark were, and th- that during that time. You'd mentioned both those movies. We could watch somewhere else. So, okay. but we were like, let's let's go for it. Let's watch something in the big screen with cool, the cool, audience. Cool. Um, so that was it. Was a bit of a bummer to start off that way. Also, I was getting a little sleepy because I the mm-hmm. delicious barbecue. But that's okay. Yeah. Because we got to see a really dope movie following that one. Yeah. We got to see the movie. You already mentioned it. Overlord.
1: Overlord. Now, but before we dive into Overlord, oh, yeah. let's say let's talk about this for a second. We we do only stupid answers. We love it. It's it's one of our favorite things to do. But we have another show. We have another podcast. We spread our wings. We're talking about Hard to Say Goodbye, our Game of Thrones rewatch show with none
0: other than the ever talented Trisha Hersberger. You guys should go check it out because not only did we kick this off like two months ago at patreon.com slash hard to say goodbye. You guys are amazing on that platform but also now anyone can go listen to it. (gasps) Wait a second. Are you listening to a podcast right now? (gasps) Then just go ahead and type in. That's typing sounds. Hard to say goodbye. That's on Spotify. That's on Apple Podcasts. That's Boom. on Google Podcasts. Boom. But we've, t- we've tweeted out all these links. You can go check it out. Um, and you guys should listen because we've made, we're have we making our way through seasons one and two of Game of Thrones as we speak.
1: Yes, exactly. And we're re-watching Game of Thrones leading up to the final season to kind of like refresh ourselves. Get ready to say goodbye to one of our favorite shows. It's so hard to say goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye. So if you want to get ready to say goodbye with us and uh, rewatch Game of Thrones with us, Go check out that podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Also rate and review and tell your friends, please, and thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's talk
0: about Overlord
1: because this movie was a ball. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a good way to it. It was a big old it. ball of fun. This was uh, um, This was the best video game movie I've ever seen uh, <laughs> that apparently is not based off of a video game. No, it, it is mean? not. Uh, yeah. it,
0: well, it's kind, it kind it of is. This <laughs> idea got really popular because of one specific video game. Um, but let's say this. Let's preface this little mini review yeah. that uh, if we kind of want to do a more in-depth, spoiler-free review on our YouTube channel, so we're yeah. kind of go. We'll gloss this is just over our, it right okay, now.
1: Yeah, just kind of our general reactions. This is a movie produced by J.J. Uh, Abrams, um, and there was some rumors that I guess this could be part of the Cloverfield situation. It mm. is not. Yeah, that was a big that was
0: a big old rumor. Also, I feel like that was in like a press release where they're like, this is the next Cloverfield movie and it should have just said bad robot movie. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not that. Yeah. But uh, I got a synopsis here for you. Oh, well, up, lay it on us, would you? On the eve of D-Day, American paratroopers are dropped behind enemy lines to carry out a mission crucial to the invasion success. But as they approach their target, they begin to realize there is more going on in this Nazi-occupied village than a simple military operation. They find themselves fighting against supernatural forces part of a Nazi
1: experiment oh snap so this movie stars Wyatt Russell uh has uh Pilo Aspack from uh who you probably know from Ghost in the Shell uh that is him yeah, that's why he looked familiar that's why he looked familiar uh, kind of like Michael Shannon a little bit uh uh Javon uh, adepo um who I don't I, uh, yeah I haven't we haven't seen him in other stuff I thought he was a different actor um, mm. and uh, and I, I he was really great in it and then uh, let me see if I can find him here Ian the cast yeah, yeah man he, or
0: Fitz from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he
1: gets my favorite scene in the movie it's, I'll just say that
0: that's so actually one of my favorite scenes from Annie's let's, okay this is a Nazi zombie movie it's been talked about for a very long time yeah. that's what this movie is yes. uh, it wasn't in that synopsis but this movie has been advertised as what that is for yeah. like six months now and it was actually when they announce this movie they're like and we're done filming and you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that actually makes sense why well, this movie was a very short one to film this yeah. is this makes sense uh and, and ian DeCastecker has an amazing an amazing scene yeah uh that yeah i say that scene alone is worth probably seeing it with a big audience yeah. i think it, it's a it's a very fun movie and like you said it's kind of like a video game i i was mentioning that it's inspired by like the call of Duty nazi zombies that is like it's created so many other, like B or C movies that are very similar to the same premise, but this is when you get some
1: money behind it. Yeah. Uh, and a really it's cool got, cast. Yeah, it's got a really cool cast, it's got some really uh, cool sequences. That that are a ton of fun, and it's just yeah, this is one you want to see with an audience because because though I there was a girl at the end of my uh, row that was just like sh- every every jump scare shrieking <laughs> uh, I, it was it was a it was a ton of fun, and I look forward to I think it hits it's wide release in November nice so the, we've got plenty of time to to uh, unpack it and, and talk about it more as as we get closer. But there was a party with that when uh, uh, after and the the actors are around uh and it looks like a fun group of people it yeah. looks like they had fun um and it's a, it's a smaller movie it's yeah. very,
0: it's nice it's a very nice intimate movie we get to learn about the characters yeah.
1: everyone gets kind of a cool moment
0: at one point some are not cool for the characters but it's cool to watch that's, that's a good way to <laughs> say it that's a great way to describe it i think uh once you guys see it we want to we'll do, that's when we'll release our spoiler free review and we'll
1: we'll go more in depth
0: you know yes. we'll 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 talk about it just a a bit more but after that we got to go to the party like you said it was a 1940s theme like a duop party um, these parties are always very crammed so I tried to like kind of shove my lanky tall body over to the front so i could actually <laughs> listen to the music and yeah. it was very cool but after that i was able to slink away yeah to a the final the movie shadows you it,
1: like that scene in atlanta where you yeah. hit a wall and it just like folds over on you exactly
0: yeah. uh but i was able to slink away and see one of our one of our favorite boys yes in a movie and if you guys can't guess who that is that's fair it was sean william <laughs> scott he had a new movie out and uh it's called bloodline and yeah. i would love to talk about it because i think i believe well this is a a Blumhouse movie. So, you know, you got your get outs, you got your, uh, basically any scary movie that's come out in like the past, like five years, yeah. is probably a Blumhouse movie. Um, and this one is definitely up their alley. It's not a horror movie. It's a thriller. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'll read the synopsis for you. Would you please, Sam? E- Evan, uh, values family above all else. And anyone who gets between him, his wife and newborn son learns that the hard way. Oh, but sad. When it comes to violent tendencies, it seems the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Bloodline. Uh yes, no, the movie stars uh Sean William Scott, uh Mariella uh, Garriga, I believe, and Dale Dickey and Dale Dickey you might recognize from Breaking Bad from a small but important role. Yeah. Um it's a very uh I will preface it, it's a hard R, uh mainly just for blood work. It's yeah. there's a lot of blood spraying everywhere for a kind of comedic and also uh horror where it's just like this is uh these these are bad people these pe- yeah. people are doing bad things but Sean William Scott it's so cool to see him in an actual dramatic role like he um he kills it he he's very it's he's very robotic but it, that's the point of the character is that he's very controlled everything is very specific whenever he does anything yeah. and he can still be funny which is really great it's that like um there's a moment where he's threatening somebody when he needs to go on the phone with them yeah. and it's such a good scene where he's just like and he just picks up the phone. He's like, hi honey. And it's like immediately yeah. he's high. He's, he's got the high pitched voice, but his eyes are still dead locked mm-hmm. on this person for, to not talk. And yeah. he's like, okay, be there in five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll see you there. Love you. And like, he hangs up the phone and then does what he needs to do to that person. Yeah. But, uh, he, he's a he guy. He's what he's got. To... I will say he's a guidance counselor. So it's cool to see him in a loving environment, helping kids in need yeah, at yeah, a yeah. high school. And that's, that's really cool. And then when things go violent, um, they, they go violent. Yeah. They go oh boy, full. Do they, they, it's, um, uh, they, and there's also some very, let's call it clever cinematography where like, uh, if, um, you're the subject yeah. and, and I'm standing like off and I'm, I'm, out of focus. Yeah. Uh, like, and I'm Sean William Scott, he will hold up a knife and that will be in focus. And you can see the reflection of Sean William Scott in like, oh, the cool. thing. so it's very stylized. And there's a lot of like, it, it, I could see that like, this is stuff that was in like seventies horror movies or like, yeah. uh, like late night movies. Um, Actually, there's a lot of inspiration of that in this movie. Also, there's one very specific shot in this movie that um, uh, the imagery was very. It's kind of burned in my brain. Where it's, uh, uh, I think I can describe this because it's about his newborn son. So when you see the you see the birth of his son, yeah, you see the birth. Uh-huh. Right? So it's just it's uh, the 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 screen is leg leg uh-huh a vagina and then baby coming out and him having violent flashbacks to something that happened in his past and you're like wow this is is this trying to like program me to like be absolutely scared of birth like yeah. everyone's kind of scared of birth yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is the,
1: all this like really bloody imagery is super not great yeah
0: but hey i got to see birth there you so, go you're,
1: uh, you're one step ahead of the curve or something like that uh-huh yeah, danny yeah.
0: boy writes in the chat
1: dudes where dude wears my car sean Williams, scott there's
0: only one he's a national treasure that's the one and he's in a very cool role also the boy can grow some facial hair it's very, it's very neat and tidy but the way he does it I'm like yeah that's definitely a Sierra. if you saw that facial hair <laughs> it's like, nothing that's... crazy about it but it's too organized no. you're like that's a serial killer. Uh, that's 100%. a serial killer right there. And I hope you get to see it because I think it'd be up your no, alley. No, I'll
1: definitely check it out. I was bummed. I was bummed that I didn't see it. This was this was like a situation like Halloween where I had a movie I was excited about, and then another movie was scheduled against it. That I'm like, ooh, damn, I gotta see this.
0: Yeah, yeah. and because uh, the Sparrow Creek, I think that's the one you saw. Yes. Is that getting a wider release? Because I'm trying to think about. From my... uh, I
1: don't. It is not currently. If yours is Blumhouse, it's definitely going to get a wider release. Wider, um, yeah. At yeah. least
0: you're. If you guys have an Arc or a Lemley, or if you got an Alma Draft House. You probably going to see bloodline pop up at least a little bit i recommend it if you guys are down for r-rated uh uh, kind of gory kind of not really not saying any body parts it's just a lot of blood um but he is uh the the violence in this movie is very methodical and he is a uh, there's i will say there are a lot of Dexter vibes in this movie. Um, I've never watched Dexter, but I've heard some plot points, and it yeah. Seems you started me describing it, it to me,
1: and my wife has been rewatching Dexter, and I'm like, oh yeah, it definitely sounds like
0: that. Yeah, but that is not to knock it. It's still a very good movie, and it's its own thing. But I do see a lot of. Uh, similarities there and also again sean william scott kills it it was very cool to see him in a serious role and hopefully this means we get to see him more often because i know he's he's taking over the one of the lead roles in the lethal weapon tv show yeah um and so that would be cool to see him more again on our tv screen
1: yeah so i was excited about uh checking out bloodline but uh, against it was scheduled this movie called the standoff at sparrow creek i misspoke earlier um mm-hmm. uh, and that is directed and written by henry dunham and once again, uh, so there was three, three movies uh, this year that had James Dale, who you may know, as the lead henchman, uh, lead, lead like uh, henchman bad guy in Iron Man 3. Remember he breathed fire? Uh, and, yeah. And uh, was that him or was that Guy Pierce? Yeah, no, they, both they, they both did. They both did The Breathing of Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's played cops on all of them. This one, he's an ex-cop. Um, but it has a really great cast. Patrick Fischler, Brian Garrity, Chris McCau- Mulkey. Uh, Robert Arameo, who actually gets one of my favorite bits. And then Gene Jones who has been, uh, he's been in a bunch of, uh, uh, stuff that I liked. I was fun seeing him, but basically the setup is, um, there is, uh, a, our, our main guy, uh, uh, James Badgedale who plays Gannon, um, hears on his police scanner that there's been a mass shooting at a police funeral. And so um, he goes to this warehouse where he meets up with this militia that he's a part of. And the police think that the person that perpetrated the shooting was a member of this militia. And so they're trying to figure out who did it. So they basically can disavow this person and and say that they had nothing to do with it. And so he, being an ex-cop, they have him interrogate uh, the people that are a part of this militia and it's just really, and it all takes place in this one warehouse. So it's really intimate. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just really like, um, it was really cool. It was a really cool treat. It's just a bunch of really talented actors, uh, acting against each other and dealing with a really complex, Situation because they're they're part of a militia which uh, I, I, at best I have mixed feelings about. Uh, but I'm not a am ba- not, yeah, not not yeah. a huge fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. But it, and they but you, you deal with their reasoning for being a part of it, and then um, uh, you deal with the complicated relationship people have of cops now, you know yeah. what I mean? It's very, the, the, it's very murky. Um, but the, the actors are so talented. The interactions are so good. They're so smart, so tautly written. I will say it, it, for me, it does fall along the lines of a lot of like mystery movies where once you get to the final reveal and then you think back to the rest of the movie, I'm not sure it tracks. Uh, you know but what it what mean? A sure twist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, uh it's it's one thousand percent worth it just for these performances. Um the, the director compared it to, to a noir. He called it a noir movie for noir fans, and it definitely has those vibes. And of course I'm all about that. I'm all about the these types of characters and these types of like tense, terse standoffs. And so it was a very rewarding movie for me, and I hope I hope you all get a chance to check it out. If it if it's if it hits the circuit, if it hits anything, it'll probably hit a streaming platform. I definitely recommend checking it out, especially if you like um, old noir movies or or kind of like uh, dark character driven uh, dramas. Um, it, it was like twelve angry men if they were all heavily armed. It sounded you know what like, I mean? that like yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Which is not a bad premise. That yeah. sounds really interesting. So so it was it was really good. Highly recommend it. Uh it was a very cool experience. Um so now the um we should talk about some of our some of our favorite. Well, no, I want to talk about
0: like the the standouts that like, because we've kind of gotten to focus on them in our like our episodes that are going to go up on YouTube. But it's yeah. like, if you guys were like, this is interesting and all, but what am I supposed to be looking out for? I yeah. can't watch 16 movies. Correction, you can, yeah, and you uh, totally can. Uh, you should have written down about. all of these, they yeah. are very important, even the ones we didn't get to see because those are probably good too. Fantastic Fest don't do you dirty when exactly. it comes to movies, they're just stuff for everybody. But we have our specific recommendations
1: and yeah. those are very important. But before we do that, I want to take a second to say, Hey, to our pals at zip recruiter zip recruiter. Now we all know, Sam and I, we, we have a s- small burgeoning business. And so we've tried a few things, uh, to find the right candidates to help us do what we do over this lovely podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know, what's not smart. You know, what doesn't work. Mm. We tried to give our, a dog a cent to find a nice employee and we sent him off and he hasn't come back yet. I have hope. But it's been months. But I think the smarter option would be to go to ZipRecruiter.com/slash stupid. That's the smart call because unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. All right, And unlike our dog, it's going to come back. (laughs) (laughs) That search is going to come back. It's powerful magic technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply.
0: I'll be honest, the the dog's resume was not this impressive. No,
1: it was not good, unfortunately. Uh, We should have thought this through more all of that is there so you can get qualified candidates fast no more sorting through the wrong resumes no more waiting for the right candidates to apply no more uh walking outside with chew toys and calling out rover in hopes that he will someday return with an
0: employee <laughs>
1: with, with an, that's the important part with that's, an employee
0: with a person with a good solid resume that we could you know hire but you know what the recruiter sound like a pretty good deal and actually we could share that deal with you guys, because right now our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. It's exclusive, guys. Get ready. Write this down. Bring out a pen, paper. Don't write this on a dog. He's going to run away with it. He's never <laughs> going to come back with it. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash S-T-U-P-I-D. D ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Also, if you see a dog that
1: responds to Rover and he's just wandering around, just with turn a, around. With, yeah, with a random employee, please <laughs> just
0: turn around. Point, point him our way. All right, so every year you kind
1: of have your standout movies, and I yes. know you've been a little concerned because you haven't had anything that's been the wow. Well, here is the thing: yeah. uh, to be fair, maybe it's just uh, there was. We an still embar- have our last day. There, we have still have our last day, and last year was an embarrassment of riches. We had Anna and the Apocalypse, we had Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine, and we Haunters had Haunters was great. Haunters was junk, amazing. Uh,
0: junkhead was fun. Junkhead
1: was fun. Uh, we had Mom and Dad. Like like last year, last year was just a smorgasbord, and I haven't just I haven't had those movies yet that hit me the same way that Mom and Dad and Brawl and Cell Block or even haunters uh got to me so so we'll, but we had the last day and to and be, to be honest though there have been some real winners so i'm excited to 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 talk about some of those and again if you want more on them we got those videos coming up to YouTube soon, but for you, so so what were some of your standouts for you? I got to start with the one that I
0: have to recommend right now. There's some. There's definitely some ones that I'm gonna like have in my back pocket of like I want to watch this. Like Overlord, that's up there. Like, yeah, I, I will definitely go watch this in theaters as it gets released, and I'm yeah. excited to watch it with people. Um, but the movie I have to talk about is One Cut of the Dead because it is the biggest like about face i've ever seen a movie do and it was on it's totally intentional yeah quick synopsis um it's a film crew that's trying to make a zombie movie when a zombie apocalypse happens and at first you're like that's fun it's kind of like overload where it's like it's it's a fun idea nazi zombies yeah but you're like "Ah, zombies again but (laughs) exactly the fun part about one cut of the dead it, it i have to equate it to a lot of people have done this and i think that's the perfect um comparison movie, Shaun of the Dead. It's a more modern day Shaun of the Dead. Gotcha. But it it isn't what you think and uh, the movie was prefaced to me with watch it all the way through because the opening of the movie, the first 30 minutes, you're like, this is awful. Like, this is honestly so bad. Like, so painfully bad. But there's a reason for it and if you can sit, if you can just watch that, 30 minutes, because you're already watching the movie, you're already uh, sitting down for an hour and a half, watch 30 minutes of it, the way it pays off will just delight you. It will become one of your all-time favorite movies. or uh, Comedies. Yeah. Oh, let me put it out that way because at first you're like, it's awkward humor, but it's the bad kind. And, I don't, and also, it's taking itself seriously. So I'm yeah. like, kind of confused. But it's such a treasure. And I hope, I want to find a version. I want to find a copy of this movie because I'm getting a little tired of these Japanese movies that we get to see. And I never get to see them yeah. ever again because it's so good. I think this one's getting such good press that it's going to get some sort of distribution good, I hope in so. some way. Or at least, I just want a, one DVD. Don't even give me a Blu-ray. Just give me a DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a damn MP4. I'll be yeah. fine with that. But I can't recommend it enough. And it, don't worry if you're like, like, is this a zombie movie? Is there gore? No, <laughs> not it, not even a little bit. It, yeah. It's if you want a genuine, if you want genuine giggles, um,
1: you just sometimes you just want them giggles. Also, you know?
0: if you have ever worked on any sort of film or play, mm-hmm. any anywhere where actors, any production, any yeah. production, and you had those like little annoyances, this movie has a great freakout scene where someone really puts the people in their place in the, literally the funniest way I could possibly imagine someone would do it, <laughs> and you're like. Fuck yeah. yeah. You're like, fuck yeah, this is great. And also like you kind of feel bad for the people who are being galette in the way that they are, but you're like, you kind of deserve it. Yeah, Just you like, kinda of earned it a hey, little bit. Get a little grounded. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. And also it's kind of like a family story, too. It's very, it's very heartwarming when you yeah. get into it. Uh highly recommend it. What about you, DJ? What's the one that you're kind of
1: like you you're walking away from this festival with you like, you know what? I'm glad I got to see that one. The one all of them. I'm glad I got to see all those movies. The the one that will probably stick with me most is Violence Voyager. Because it's just, it's just, it's one of those experiences that you can only have at Fantastic Fest. Uh, Hang in there, Bobby! (laughs) Hang in there. I want to put it on a t shirt and it's only for us. It's only for us. Hang in there, Bobby. Hang in there, Bobby.
0: you yeah. know what? Let me get this synopsis up because that's the only way to properly kind of describe yeah, yeah, yeah. what this movie is. Yeah,
1: and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to necessarily relive the whole thing because we talked about it in a video, oh, but it's hard to... I don't know if we should. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's um, wow, it's something else. There uh, you go.
0: I gotcha. Following an end-of-term school ceremony, the American boy Bobby decides to go with his friend Akun to the mountains outside their village to place... Uh, to a place perfect for a secret base. On their way, they stop into a mysterious amusement park and things ensue and there's goop and liquids and whatnot. <laughs> Here's your fun little pitch of why this movie's so unique to watch. It's animated, but it's more like popsicle stick animation, where each character is individually drawn and then cut out as paper, and yeah. then someone's like hand moving it. You don't
1: see their hands, but everything's kind of like. Yeah. Burp burp. But don't worry, it uses real liquids. And when that was
0: prefaced to us, we're like, what, 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 what would you? What does that, that mean? What does that
1: mean? And, kind, and then you see, you're like, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, so, so gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 a strange, weird movie, and I think it'll stick with me just because it's again, it's a uniquely Fantastic Fest experience. And I think
0: re-watching it would only be so that I could turn and look at other people. other people watching it. 100%. And you're like, we're not leaving this goddamn room until we're done with Violent <laughs> <laughs> Voyager. And you want to see where Bobby goes? Yeah.
1: His hero's sure <laughs> I can, Hang in I can, there, I can feel. I feel confident in saying his hero's journey is unlike any other, <laughs> and I don't think he wins. No, <laughs> I don't. It's, think yeah, he it's, wins. Th- it's tough to say. They but really
0: try to frame it as a win. Yeah, and, and it's, I it, don't it, think
1: so. And I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm not sure. I agree. the you one know? Oh, as I was going to say, the art style of the movie
0: is very reminiscent of... uh, I think it's totally on purpose of, like, 70s-era hand-painted or hand-drawn Japanese monster movies or horror movies. It's very similar to that, and that's what the art style of the entire movie... If you ever have questions about why things happen in the movie... um you won't get them. Yeah, you won't get answers. <laughs> you just got to stick with that. I think
1: the biggest surprise was Cam because uh, that was, um I don't know, it just seemed like the best decision at that time. And I was like, you know, it'll be fun. It's about a Cam girl and it's a horror thriller. It should be whatever. Um, but it really it's really solid, it's really smart, uh its characterization is really on point, the way it resolves. It's cause a lot of these movies they'll set up a situation that like, man, there's no good resolution to this. And they found the they found the, the perfect one for it. So that was a really pleasant surprise. And that I didn't know when I went in. That one was also produced by Netflix, so you'll be able to check that out soon enough. Yeah, write
0: down Cam. Um, but I, I also want to say Halloween worth seeing. We got this I got to see the premiere and Jimmy Lee Curtis was there, Danny yeah. McBride was there, the cast and crew, uh David Gordon Green, the director yeah. was oh he was not there because he's working on Five Nights at Freddy's and that was the main oh, conversation of yeah. the QA was uh, favorite a weird, Five Nights at Freddy's what a
1: weird person to give that he, he has such a weird trajectory for his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Going all for over him, the place. Man.
0: Ping pong all over the place. Yeah. Um I I very much recommend it. Also I've never seen a Halloween movie. <gasps> I do know you know that dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. you know that you know Laurie Strode you're familiar with Michael Myers you can go into this movie and totally understand it and I highly recommend seeing it like an opening night Yeah. so you're with fans of the movie because when a callback happens and every callback that happens is very it's tastefully done it's yeah. in, in uh, when it happens the whole crowd kind of explodes like kind yeah. of like an Avengers movie a little yeah. bit and I'm like oh okay like I don't I get it like I mean probably that body that disappeared—that happened a couple of times in the other movies—and also since Danny McBride is one of the writers on this movie, the humor in it is really good. It's not a—it's awesome. not a comedy, but when they allow you to feel okay about things before it becomes awful because it's Michael Myers, yeah, um, it, the the jokes are actually super funny. Like they are. There's a there's a child actor in this movie that I hope gets. Uh, I don't know uh, A bright future Because he's extremely talented Uh,
1: If I were to do A Halloween movie I would definitely For the bonus features Would shoot one of my sequences With Michael Myers With the actor Mike Myers Yeah Why not Just one time Come on Yeah That's only for us It's like
0: when You're like Oh look uh, Ben Schwartz Was a stormtrooper And Mm -hmm. you're like okay yeah tom hardy was a stormtrooper yeah it's okay yeah like, sure yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm not upset about it but it also is not like and i'm like guys i'm kind of excited about it yeah so i
1: and i missed halloween because again one of those fantastic fest opportunities i got to see the man who killed don quixote who if, if you don't know uh, uh terry Jellium um was trying he's been trying to make this don quixote movie for uh almost three decades now and um and there was some, I, I read some reports that there was, it was because of legal issues, because this, this movie, this movie's basically been cursed, you can see the documentary behind it, Lost in La Mancha. Um, there were some stories that it wouldn't air, it wouldn't uh, premiere at all in North America. And so when I saw it, it was like one night here, I was like, well, I, you know, I want, I really want to see Halloween, but I I got to see this. Uh, this Don Quixote movie just to see how it turns out, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, so that was uh, that was fun.
0: And also, we got to recommend because this is also this is not a Netflix film, but you can watch it on Netflix. Check out the Quake. You can see. Yeah. Let me preface it with: this is a sequel. You can watch the Wave, which is a Norwegian disaster movie, which is on most Netflix. If you're in America, you probably find it, yeah. and it's just. It's such a solid disaster movie where it, it's not doing with like um, other American disaster movies recently, where it's like kind of really leaning hard into um, the spectacle, the spectacle, but also the, uh, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Yeah. This one does, and it actually lands every single time it takes itself seriously, where yeah. it's like this dude's genuinely like. I think this is going to happen and mm-hmm. we're literally doing nothing to prepare for it and we lost so many people like in the first yeah. time and since that was based on an earthquake for the wave to happen yeah. there should be another earthquake like we the why is why is Oslo not prepared whatsoever for yeah. this and when it hits it is um we kind of we all our jaws dropped at least when yeah, I was like
1: <gasps> yeah same cuz it's so like you know I mean you know you're seeing a disaster movie but you don't quite anticipate how bad yeah, oh, gonna Yeah, be. no,
0: the scale of it is yeah. is massive. And the CGI is on point. Is it, primo.
1: Yeah, it it does this really perfect balance of like it's it's um exciting and harrowing and horrifying and all of those things mixed together, which is what you want for a disaster movie. I'm not n- normally a fan of disaster movies, um because mostly American ones are bad, I guess. So then that's, this one's, that's yeah, honestly true. Yeah. yeah, this one's actually really, really good and really hits the right the right like or maybe tone. It's the scale of american
0: disaster movies becomes way too big because yeah. like, the first thing that popped in my head was like Day After Tomorrow 2012 like those movies yeah, where it's San like Andreas. you're seeing San Andreas where it's like you're seeing ah, that's but more it's like uh, you're seeing our Storm is another one where it's yeah. like whole worlds going to shit at yeah. once but one white dude has got this <laughs> covered and yeah. then this it's like it's one city and then you don't see what the, how the city's dealing with it you're seeing how one or a group of people are trying to get out of one scenario yeah. and I think that's a really good way to do it I think it's, yeah. a, it's a way easier to c- connect with the characters yeah. and still feel like the tension like it it cranks up over and I over again. Do you feel
1: super bad for this family? They just, they got through this wave situation. Move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, moved to where? There's some other disaster. Every place has disasters. True, but very specifically this
0: place <laughs> yeah. is following you. And also they go back to the town where it got hit by the wave and you're <laughs> like, I'm smelling a wave too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think last, I want to recommend the wind because we mentioned it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. And I, while there are elements of it that aren't like that I wish they kind of toned back a little bit. Yeah. It is still very well acted and the music's great and the sound design. It's cool that you met the yeah. sound the person who did the sound design because that is the only way that movie works.
1: Yeah, it's that was a really impressive movie. I, I really enjoyed that. It's it's cool to see, man, it's just a cool opportunity to it's like you're being locked in a room with a bunch of movies. You know what I mean? And you and you get to discover some cool stuff and you get to meet some cool people. Um and it's and it's a fun, creative environment to see fun, creative uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, check out our other videos. We might, the videos, the movies we talked today, we might, we see today, we might bring up and other, other stuff later. Uh Um, I have a question here from a discord, uh,
0: from three eyed Raven. I know, uh, you're also watching David, uh, live on Patreon. Uh, they said any other fun activities, uh, you did while you were there? Well, tonight, we're going to have a little meetup over at the Shake Shack what?
1: on South Lamar. And we're going to meet some of you guys. We're going to have some burgers and fries. Tonight, if you're watching on Patreon, if we did it yesterday if you're listening to it on Monday. There you go. Yeah. But uh, make sure you check our
0: Twitters out because I'm excited to see you guys. Uh, we're making, uh, putting a fun adventure vlog together, and I'm going to be working on that today. I'm very excited we've, for you guys to see that.
1: Yeah, and we've run into a few people that are just going to the festival, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and really
0: cool to meet that man who is like twice as tall as DJ. Yeah, it's, it's really cool.
1: nuts. And you think we're joking. And then you see him, and you're like, oh, snap. Oh it's yeah. like, uh, it's, it, you
0: know, when you see something bobbing in the sea, like a, like a buoy and <laughs> yeah. you're like, huh, kind of, that's what his body looks like in yeah. the crowd of people. Yeah. It's, and it's that's, something else, but it's yeah, a there's a
1: lot of fun stuff to, to see at fantastic fest. Like we said, uh, the fantastic debates, um, the, there's the parties after South but Congress. Like, yeah. South you, Congress is great. The barbecues great. Uh, Tex-Mex. Ooh, boy. Ooh, baby. That Chewy's was, uh, delicious. delightful. Yeah. I kind of want to take a quick
0: shower and then maybe we can hit up that last text next place before we leave. Just Ooh. saying. We should go. If we can go quick Ooh. enough, Am- I think ambitious. we can Ambitious, okay. Um, and also Danny Boy wrote in the check because we got to meet Danny Boy because yeah. uh, uh, he was seeing a movie and he, w- he was doing the line outside, which you can do if you're around Austin yeah. and you want to come. You can wait in line and actually go see some movies. You'll get into something. He saw a Nick Cage movie here called Between...
1: Worlds. I mean, yeah. we have a screener for that one. What's yeah. the
0: premise of it? What's the quick premise of it?
1: The uh, Nick Cage is in a new marriage uh, with a woman that has a teenage daughter, and the teenage daughter gets possessed by the spirit of his dead ex-wife.
0: That sounds like a Nick Cage movie if I've ever smelt
1: one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm excited to watch that one, and yep.
0: it's a uh, it's gonna be a good one. Also, I'm gonna say one of the best experiences: midnight movie. Mm-hmm. You order three freshly baked chocolate chip cookies, little dollop of vanilla ice cream. It's Pretty perfect and a shiner, a shiny. There you go, there it's a pretty you go. Good combo, I'll be honest. Also, they have a hot chocolate with one giant marshmallow in it. I kind of want to order that before we oh, leave. Oh, snap! I love my hot chocolate, love my marshmallows, but guys. I love Fantastic Fest. I always love coming back here. If I can, I want to come to this festival every day as long as they're running it because it's such a treat. And if you guys uh, can ever have the opportunity of going, because actually we've met a few people yep. who have come based on like suggestions from like Steve or like from like SourceFed Days or from us or anything. And yeah. it's just like, and I can tell that they're having a goddamn blast. Yeah, and like absolutely. I, if you can make the trip out, the trek out, you'll have a good time. Uh, any final thoughts?
1: No, that's it. Thank. I, I want to thank you all for joining us on our Fantastic Fest adventure. It's a blast. Last. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And make sure you check out onlystupidanswers.com for Ooh, all yeah. our merch, which there's some new stuff coming, by Stay the way. Tuned. Hang on there, Bobby. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Hang on there, Bobby. <laughs> Hang in there, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, you get a hard to say goodbye links. You got links to live shows as well. Just so you know, we do a Twitch show on Thursdays, 4 p.m. PST, over at twitch.tv slash playnog. And we're doing hard to say goodbye at patreon.com slash hard to say goodbye or anywhere you get your podcasts. And. Super TV Showdown's coming back, yeah, in. and Mirror weenie. Yes. yeah, and we're doing, we're talking about that. We got, the, we're, we're figuring out our plans for that. The Gears are returning, and we're excited about it. We hope you guys are as well, and let us know what you think on Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. You ain't got the vows from Stupid, but also at Sam Basher
1: at DJ Talks Trash. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think, and if you see any of these movies, we want to know. What seriously please think. yeah let me know when you all see hold the Dark because i'm excited to talk about it
0: oh yeah if you get one cut of the dead uh tell me where you got it and also uh i hope you loved it i hope you i hope you genuinely had a very good time watching it get, like, get your buds together and watch go a couple go, of these go, movies get your bud get, bu- get your bobbies yeah hang in there bobby that's the slogan go ahead
1: violence voyager if you find that one <laughs> let us know you're a brave soul for yeah. watching that
0: one uh but we love you guys and we'll see you in next Next time. time. Bye-bye.